0: Good morning. My name is Allison and our scripture passage comes from the book of Luke chapter 18 verses 1 through 8. Jesus was telling them a parable about their need to pray continuously and not to be discouraged. He said, in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected people. In that city, there was a widow who kept coming to him, asking, give me justice in this case against my adversary. For a while, he refused, but finally said to himself, I don't fear God or respect people, but I will give this widow justice because she keeps bothering me. Otherwise, there will be no end to her coming here and embarrassing me. The Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. Won't God provide justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he be slow to help them? I tell you, he will give them justice quickly. But when the human one comes, will he find faithfulness on earth?
1: Good morning. morning. Would you join me in prayer for um, scripture? Thank you for reading that uh, passage from this morning. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you, God, for just this beautiful morning that we can just come together just to um, feel your presence, God. Thank you for uh, the week that we've been through and uh, I don't know if people have been struggling or uh, joyful about this week or uh, things in their life that is happening where well, I just pray that you can open our hearts just to receive what you have for us. Thank you, God, for uh, uh, continues to work in our communities, in our church, and thank you, God, for this church. Amen. Amen. Well, it's, uh, it's a privilege, it's an honor just to be here with you uh, this morning, and as you know, uh, we, uh, this year just been, you know, a lot of, like, changes, and uh, I can say this might be like uh, difficult for some of us. They're not just to you know change. Maybe easy for other people, but uh, something that I know for sure is like we can't do things without God, His presence and His you know love and continued work in us. It's something that we need every day. And when I was like uh, thinking about why should I preach? Why should I you know uh, share this morning? The only thing that just comes to mind is, like, you know, about prayer. And this is why we are going to focus on this passage that we just read. And the title for the uh, sermon is uh, Pray and Not Give Up. I, I want to share a little bit about my, you know, my story. Like, how is it that God has been working uh, in my life uh, I know uh, many of you know me, and many probably have heard my story a little bit, but um, I grew up in Tijuana, Mexico. My parents are pastors, so I've been in in the church since I was little, and uh, I always learned learn. I think we all of us who grew up in the church learn how to pray, right, or think we know how to pray, and it's different for all of us. I think, you know, God works in your, you know, individually and in, 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 in different ways. You know, because we all different. Even though I have, like, two brothers and one sister, I'm, I'm really different than all of them. And we grew up, you know, in the same household. And, and God just works in people's life in a different way. But when it comes to prayer, and uh, the reason that prayer is so important for us is because it's a way for us to communicate with God. Just that we, the way, the, the same way that we communicate with other people, right? Uh, when you have a relationship with your family or your spouse or like a friendship the way you communicate with them is really important you find out things about them you get to know them better uh, it builds a relationship right so when we pray it builds a relationship with our God with our Savior Jesus lives in our hearts but how we communicate with him is through prayer and I'm not talking about prayer, you know, like uh, repeating something we learned uh, or something that we uh, grew up saying, but this conversation is something that comes from your heart, how you feel, you know, how God is moving in your life. So this type of communication is very personal, but we also, like we see in this text, that it's something that uh, God is inviting us also to do in a community, I know you, you all know the story of Jesus, you know his ministry, you know how he did miracles, but we also learn the time that he took away from everything to pray and talk to his father who was in heaven. That moment will give him strength to keep going in his ministry because he knew since the beginning why that he came to earth to do, and it was something that was going to be difficult, it was something that, that I, I'm sure he struggled, right? But um, going back to uh, sharing my story, when I grew up in Tijuana, my parents are uh, uh, pastors of a church, I learned the importance of uh, praying. I remember when I was 12, uh, we were in, a ch- in, a, in, a, in the church and uh, we have a guest speaker and this guest speaker just like called. All the kids and say, "Hey, we're gonna, we want to pray for you. Just come up front." And um, they lined up all the kids, and uh, they were asking you, "What is it that you want to do when you grow up?" Uh, always, my dream was to be a pilot since I was little, or to like uh, work with computers, like do that kind of stuff. But I remember that when I was, I don't know why I was the last kid, but uh, they went like, and I also forgot how many kids there were there, but at least twenty. Um, and I was the last one, and I wanted to see, like, to say so bad that I want to be a pilot. But when it was my turn to say that, something changed. And I remember like, this overwhelming presence of God that I never experienced before. And I was, this is, this, is, like, this is something different. And the only things that came out of my mouth, I was thinking in my brain, right? I want to be a pilot. I want to be like a, do a computer science. I don't, I don't know, make robots or something. But I remember, like the only thing that came out of my mind was like, "I just want to do what God wants me to do." And I was, what does that even mean? <laughs> I was like, "What, what did that just said?" And I don't know, but my heart was like, in this posture of like, this is just overwhelming and it's just joy. And I remember the, the, the guest speaker, the preacher, was like, see, this is what I'm talking about. See, like the kids just want to follow Jesus and want to do his will. Since that moment, I didn't realize what I was saying. I didn't really comprehend what the meaning of that was really like going to be in my life. Right? And, you know, I keep, uh, I keep going with my life, you know, going to school, trying to... Uh, be a big good uh, son, good brother, you know. I'm, I wasn't probably not good at both of them, but I try. <laughs> uh, and I remember my struggles, right? And I remember asking my dad, you know, he's a pastor, like, you know, how do we pray? I don't want to pray just repeating things or like, you know, saying what you say when like we all pray. Like, I want to be me. I want to have my own prayer. And uh, he, I remember he was like very... Um, very, like, uh, sometimes we say, like, hard, you know, harsh. And um, he said, well, the only, you know, you pray, uh, what are your knees made of? And I was, like, what do you mean? Like, like, bones or, <laughs> you know, skin? I like, yeah, your knees are not made of metal, right? I was, yeah, of course not. Like, I said, so you kneel and you pray and you ask God what he wants from you. And I was like, okay, uh, that's not what I was looking for, but uh, uh, sure. And, and to be honest, you know, I'm not a person who, like, kneels a lot to pray. I mean, I do it, but not, like, as much as probably, like, a lot of people do. But I do pray, you know, constant, like, you know, during my day, I want to stop and just kind of, like, have a conversation with God, you know, what is it that, that you're doing, what is it that my day is going, sometimes when I get frustrated with things, I just kind of want to focus on that and feel his presence, so I can, you know, that peace can, can just uh, be in my day, because sometimes, you know, days are overwhelming, depends on what you're going through, depends on your week, sometimes you don't even have space, you know, to just feel the presence of God, so I learned that since like very early age, that it was very important for me to, to do that, not just as a, you know, a spiritual practice, but as a, as a way of living. Mm-hmm. As a way of being, you know, not because I'm a Christian I should do it. No, it's because I want to do that. I want to feel that joy, that peace, the love of God that comes when you connect with Him. Yeah. So, uh, let me tell you, it's not easy. Because <laughs> I struggle. I struggle. And the reason that I'm saying that is I didn't know what I said, but when, I, when you listen to this and say, I want to do what God wants me to do, you need to be willing to take the risk, whatever God is going to take you. Right. And it was like, oh, I don't know. I tried to change my mind many times. Can I go back and say, no, I want to still be a pilot and, or like computer. <laughs> I, I actually thought about it many times. But I... Uh, when I finished high school, I did high school in Mexico, I came here in, uh, to go to college. Uh, I couldn't be here for over a year. It was too hard. I was the first time that I was away from home and I went back after 10 months. I was here for 10 months in a uh, college in Tacoma and I was I'm going home, you know, this is too much. I just, I don't think I can do it. It's fun, it was nice, but I just come back to the US for vacation just to hang out with friends and people that I know. <laughs> But uh, God's purpose was different for me. Uh, so I went back and I was following with my heart, with my mind, when it, you know, thought it was the right thing to do, which was finish uh, college. I went back and said, I'm going to do robotics because I think that's cool and then I want to learn the software, you know, how do you make the move. And, uh, I also went to college there and I was less than a year and God was really like telling me this is not your place to be. I was, why not? I'm really good at it. i like, you know, I should do this for a living. I was like, I don't want you here. So I struggled to college, even though I have good grades and some of the, you know, uh, my, um, uh, some of the other students, like we have fun with the stuff that we were doing, but it was something also like missing in me. Even though I have fun, it was like I was happy, I knew that I wasn't the place that God wanted me to be. And it was really hard to discern that. I pray, it's like, God, I want to do this. God, please allow me to do this. I want to finish college. I want to do this. I want to be a professional. It was so many things, but like God was always like, that's not what I want for you. When are you going to understand that? And I was like, I don't. <laughs> that's what I keep praying, the same thing. <laughs> I want to do this. But... Um, through prayer, it's so many things that we can understand. And even when we don't, it's something that God is doing in our hearts. Sometimes we just want to go away from that, but God always brings us to, this is what I want from you. And sometimes it takes you know, a long time to get there. And that's okay. I think that's fine. Uh, in the Bible, we see how like, uh, you know, most of the prophets, even... You know, um, Uh, the uh, characters of the Bible, when they struggled in life, when they went through something hard and trying to follow God's call, it wasn't from, you know, nine to morning that everything happened, right? It took some time. It took some learning. It took some, like, making some mistakes. Uh, It took a lot of different things in their life to be not exactly where they wanted to be but exactly where God wants them to be. Yes. And when I see that, like, I was like, what? Like, you know what God wants you to do something, but like you wanna fight for that. You wanna do your own thing. You know, it, it gets really complicated and sometimes it's messy and it's hard, it's difficult. But the joy that brings to our lives is to know that we're not doing we only we're not only doing this because obedience, right? we only doing this also because it's the desire of our hearts. It's like, I'm I'm trying to say that God is not going to force you. God is not going to, you know, say, this is what I want you to do, that you have to do it. No, he will change your heart. He will put in your heart what he wants from you. What he has made you to be. So, um, learning that, uh, I came back like a few years later and then um, actually uh, this year is going to be nine years since I moved back to the US and through these nine years there are moments in my life that has been really hard. Moments in my life that I just want you know to run away again, to go back home and uh, to do my own thing. But if it wasn't because I was through prayer and to listening to God and to waiting on God, I wouldn't be here. And I, and I look back and I see, you know, all the things that God has like put me through, all the things that I've been struggling. And we just back, go back to the text. When Jesus was telling this parable to his disciples, he was encouraging them to pray like constant and not to be discouraged. Because he knew, Jesus knew, that as a human beings, we get the scourge. And sometimes very easy. Very fast. All of a sudden, we just don't have the energy. We just don't have the strength to keep going. So Jesus was telling them to his disciples, but also was telling this to us right now. In this time. In this moment. With all the things that have been happening through this, like over two years that we've been struggling as a community, as a, you know, um, the whole world, not only us. But Jesus' encouragement to them was to keep praying and not give up. This widow, this woman, who went to this judge to ask to give her justice, Against his adversary, right? What do we learn from that? As I was reading, I was like, I know this is a parable, it might probably just happen, it was something that, uh, a true story. But God is like uh, showing us here that when we seek justice, He's the one who provides that, right? Sometimes we go and trying to get our own justice, uh, we try to do things our own. We try to uh, fix things that sometimes they are out of our control. But when we seek justice, the Bible is telling us here that we have to ask for that direction. We need to seek God's face. We need to hear from him and to prayer. That is very important. And not give up. While this judge refused many times to, uh, to say it as this woman was asking him, because he, he did not fear God. He was a man who did not believe in God or any other man. He was a bad judge. But this uh, woman's constant, like asking him, kind of bothering him. The judge was just tired of that. And he decided, said, you know what? This woman is not going to leave me alone. I better do what she asked for or she's always going to be here bothering me. And the judge decided, you still, okay, I'm going to give you justice and I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to do as you say. And that's what happens. In verse um, right here, 7, we see... Uh, won't God provide justice to his chosen people who cried out to him day and night? Will be slow to help them? I tell you, he will give them justice quickly. But when the human one comes, will he find us faithfulness on earth? What is it that Jesus mean by this? Jesus did not mean that we should always have our knees bent and our eyes closed in prayer. Just what I was like talking about a little bit. But we must always be in what is something called the spiritual prayer. How does that? How does that work? Paul mentions this idea in First Thessalonians 5.17 when he wrote, Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Just what I mentioned before. Sometimes we just pray, and we don't have to like kneel all the time that you pray. But that constant posture of your heart to connect with God, to connect with your Savior, with Jesus, that He lives in your heart, so you can connect with Him anytime you want. And this is what we are trying to like uh, focus on this morning. Because as we go like, uh, in details about prayer and then the steps you need to do and how many different ways of prayer, we're just going to spend you know, a lot of time. But the focus here is like, the way that you connect with God, your prayer life. We see another scripture in uh, Colossians 4 um, 12 that says this Who is one of you and servant of Christ Jesus sends greetings. He's always wrestling in prayer for you, that you may stand firm in all the will of God, mature and fully assured. Paul was talking about this uh, uh, person. His name was Ephraeus, if I remember correctly. And this this person was a person of prayer, and he prayed for the church. And he was encouraging the church to wrestle in prayer. And when I hear wrestle, it's like constant prayer. He did not give up. But the interesting thing about this, Paul was like giving them an example of who, you know, a prayer warrior was. And uh, and I wonder, what was the church response to this? How will we respond when you know someone is praying for you, when you know someone is praying for the church? And sometimes we get, you know, as a pastor, we get this a lot, like, well, we're supposed to do that. Yes, and we do it. But the church, what does the church respond to this? How do we respond? How is it like God telling us this morning um, to continue to pray for one another as a community? You know, sometimes we also get discouraged. We also sometimes just don't have the energy. Sometimes it's a Sunday and you still don't know, you know, God, what is it that you're doing? What is it you're going to do? We don't want to do this just because it's another Sunday and this is what we do as a Christian, come to church, uh, sing songs and then hear a sermon. But we want to be in that action in that, you know, position in our hearts to do your will but to also listen to also create that space of sometimes silence. The only thing we can probably listen to is God. Sometimes that noise in our, you know, lives is overwhelming. Sometimes we don't listen to God, not because we don't want to, it's because there's so many things happening that we don't create that space of silence. So, can God can speak, and you can listen clear? So, this is a good example. And Paul was um, telling the church this. There's another um, passage that I had that I also want to read that I thought it was very uh, important. One Thessalonians five, he said, "Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work." heart among you who care for you in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regarding love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you brothers and sisters warn those who are uh, with you and disruptive. Encourage them. Help the weak Be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong. But always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ. This is kind of one of my last points and I want to make sure you guys we all understand this. When we pray as a community, it's like something different happens than when you pray as an individual. The reason why, and I can give you many examples, but I'm, 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 I hope that you know where I'm going with this. It's like when we as a community, we don't pray together, there's a lot of messiness that happens in the church. And when I'm talking the church, it's not only about renew, the church in general. We don't listen to what God is saying as a community. So when we try to like not do like the hard work as an individual to pray, we let somebody else take the lead. And that person, if it's not connected with God, it will lead us into a path that is not okay. And we have learned that for this past two, three, even for many years. When leaders of the church, pastors, leaders, don't connect with God and lead their congregations into a path that is not what God has called us to go to. And we can blame those people, maybe ourselves, but we have learned something from this. And that is where the passage that I read is important this morning. Because when we pray together when we all together listen to God if I'm saying something wrong here today and you have your prayer life connected and you're connected to God and God is putting in your heart what is right you will know and you will feel You know that if I'm saying something like something's wrong right? So when we hear somebody else preaching what is not what God has intended for us in the Bible, and in our hearts, there is something that God is telling us. And when we feel that way, it's important for us to continue to pray, to continue to hear God's voice. And the last three verses, it says, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So, the most important thing about this is that as a community, we need to come together, to pray together as a church, that we can all receive in our hearts what God has for renew, what God has for us. You know, we're a really good time. This is just February. We're coming to one more week and it will be the end of the month. And what is it that God is putting in our hearts? I mean, I want to know that. I want to hear from you what is it that God is leading us to go to? What is it that God has like given us, putting us in our heart, for our community, for our neighbors, the people that is outside? What is it that God has, God has for you this morning, that you might be been wrestling with? just like I was wrestling when I was younger. I'm still sometimes wrestling with things that God has for me. So, I want you to open your heart this morning. And just to think about it. You can meditate at home. You can just like um, talk to someone about this. You can talk to God about this. What is it, God, that you are telling me to do and I haven't listened? Or that you know that I need to do That you have called me. You know, you have been gifted. God has given you like uh, many gifts in the church. When you believe in Christ, you have received that. And you need to put in use what God has given you. Right? Amen? Amen? And we also need to rejoice as a church seeing your gifts move in the church, in your work or place, in your family, wherever you go. You know, that joy, that peace, it will reflect in your face because that's who you are in God, in Jesus. So that's what I, you know, that's the desire of my heart. And not only this morning, but it's always. And to pray, we can find those things. As a community when we pray together, when we read Bible together. We don't do it just because it's something that we should do as a Christian. We do it because we want as a community to seek for the presence of God. And he can reveal to us what he has for us. And we can all together do that. Our mission. Our vision. So church, I'm asking you to rejoice always. To Pray. Pray for us. Pray for Pastor Dave. He's in a sabbatical. He's coming back until April. That God can reveal to him what he wants to do and renew. What he wants to do in our community, in this place, in Linwood. I and mean, then we can all support that vision and get all connect as a community. To serve God. To serve our neighbor. So I have a few more points and then we'll be done. Um, I think, I believe I have a slide with uh, questions, but I want to read this. When you pray, you step into the arena of God's plan for mankind. When, when you're praying, your praying connects to the passion of the Spirit with the power of Jesus. Pray, praying does not change God's will. It affects his will. Pray, prayer is God's work through you. Some of these things we already talked about, but it's so important when we connect with God and not asking him what we want, but asking him that his will make be done and on the screen there's some uh, questions are you distant if you feel distant from God this morning did you spend quality time with God are you doing all the talking or are you also listening and lastly are you constant is this something that you know is part of your life This is something that not only when you're in need, when you're in trouble, you ask God to help you, but it's also when you're happy and, you know, praise God when things are going well. This is something we should do always, regardless of how we feel, regardless of our emotions. It should be our way of living. So, to close this morning... Pray and don't give up. Make a space for that silence and be ready for what God has to say. So let me pray for you, church, this morning. Let's pray together. I want you to just, if you want to pray aloud, you can pray aloud. If you want to say a word, say something. Amen. But uh, this is the moment on Sundays when we come together and we can do that that as a community. That you are free to us to pray. And if you want us to pray with you, let us know. So would you join me in prayer this morning? Thank you, God, for your presence. Thank you, God, for the ways you're working in our lives. We just pray that, um, you know our hearts you know what we need you know the desires of our l- hearts oh God would you just pray that I can be aligned of what you have for us that we can listen to your voice of the things that you're moving in our lives thank you God for your presence thank you God for the ways that you're changing that you're transforming our minds. We just pray this morning as a community that your presence can be just so powerful in our lives, that you can move in a powerful way, that we can listen to you, oh God, that we can see what you have for us. I pray that you open our spiritual eyes, to see what the Spirit's doing and what you're calling us to God to do. Thank you, God, for your presence, and thank you, God, for the way that you continue to love us. Thank you for your grace and your love and your mercy and the joy and the peace that you bring into our lives, not only when we're desperate, also when we're, like, happy and rejoice. Thank you, God, for this time that we just all come together as one body to worship you, to give you thanks, and to give you all the honor. In your name we pray. Amen.